In this episode, I have the amazing Julia Guerreri here with me, and we are going to jam out on all things manifestation. So if you are into that, which I'm sure you are, then you are going to love this episode. So Julia is a manifestation expert, a mindset coach, social media guru, entrepreneur, and also a spiritual coach. And she is really slaying the game on Instagram and TikTok, teaching people really easy and tangible and practical ways to master the art of manifestation. So I'm really excited to introduce you to her and for you to dive into the juiciness of this episode and apply a lot of what Julia teaches and shares. And make sure that you check out the show notes so that you know where to find and connect with Julia so you can download her amazing free gift for you and learn more about all of the beautiful work that she is doing in the world. So without further ado, let's welcome Julia onto the show. Welcome to the Spiritual Boss Babe Podcast. If you're a woman who is ready to step into your power and manifest a life and business that sets your soul on fire, then you are in the right place. I'm your host, Stephanie Bellinger, and I'm a mindset and success coach for spiritual entrepreneurs. I am obsessed with helping my fellow soul sisters shine their light and live out their purpose so they can experience more magic in everyday life. We all have a special purpose here and we're meant to share our message and gifts with the world. You deserve to be fully supported emotionally, spiritually, and financially from doing your soul's work. Together, we can make a massive impact in the world and it's time. So let's do this. Hello, Julia. Welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here and I cannot wait to jam out on all things manifestation, entrepreneurship, and all the good stuff. Amazing. I am so excited to be here too. Thank you so much for having me. I am really looking forward to hearing your story and what led you on the path to personal development, spiritual growth, and creating the life that you are obsessed with. It's just such perfect timing that we're talking about this because I just posted a video today of my story and how this all came about. So I was always kind of like a self-help junkie. And then one day when I was working my summer internship on Wall Street back when I was in college, the guy at the cubicle next to me had mentioned The Secret and he was like, have you ever heard of The Secret? And I was like, no, what's that? And that's when my life changed forever. He lent me his book. I read it and I was just amazed. And once I read the book, I said, like, why not just give this a try? So the first thing I wanted to manifest was money. So I manifested an unexpected $5,000 check in the mail. And I kind of had this mindset of like, whoa, like, that's cool. Like, let me see what else I can do. And then it just unfolded from there. That is amazing. I actually had someone give me the CD and the book, The Secret, when I was living in New York as well. And that was one of the first times I found out about manifestation. I was like, oh, this makes so much sense. Duh, I get it. It's because I kind of knew before that. So it's so cool to hear your story. Um, What was it that contributed to the unexpected $5,000 for you? Yeah. So I just started writing things in my journal and I really focused on 
the energy of already having it rather than wanting it. And at the time, I didn't really know the difference. But what really stuck with me was this one sentence that said, I am so happy and grateful that I have $10,000 in my bank account by the end of this year. So I really focused my energy, like I said, on already having it and feeling the feelings of already having it. And little did you know, it came in the form of an unexpected check. So I already had $5,000. I wanted $10,000 and I received an unexpected $5,000 check, which was so funny because I had never really received anything important in the mail, like ever, mm-hmm. you know, we're used to getting things from email and, you know, things like that. So to actually see that come into fruition was kind of like, wow. Mm. And how long did that take for you? So I started manifesting that in August because I remember it was the end of my internship that I fully finished the book. It was August. And then I received that check in November. So I said by the end of the year and I had gotten it um, around December. Very cool. That's such a cool story. I'm sure you've manifested a lot of things since then. Yes. (laughs) And when did you realize that you wanted to help other people do the same? So I always wanted to be an influencer And I didn't really know what that meant at the time. And I think over time, I'm starting to realize that we all have these unique special gifts. But for me, I didn't start showing up online with like, oh, like I want to help people with this specific thing. I kind of just started showing up online and I was like, I guess I'll just figure it out along the way. So I was actually posting about everything under the sun. Like I said, Mm -hmm. I worked on Wall Street. That was my internship, which then led to a full-time job, um, which was what brought me to New York City initially. And I really like, so I started posting everything like lifestyle, finance, beauty. Like I was showing people how I blew out my hair, like just so many different things. And the first video that took off for me was a spiritual video. And I was like, okay, like, this is kind of cool. Like, I didn't know anyone would be interested in this. And I remember it was such a specific, like, niche topic that I couldn't believe that it went viral. And I was Mm -hmm. like, I didn't know that anybody else would know what I'm talking about. And it just goes to show that, like, your people are out there and there's other people that are interested in the same things as you. Mm -hmm. And then once that started taking off, I tried to post more, like, lifestyle stuff and it just kind of, like, wasn't sticking And then every time I posted something spiritual about manifestation, like mindset, it always stuck and it always performed well. So I kind of found this healthy balance of like, what do I like to post and what's being received well? And that's really what I stuck with. And that's really how I grew my page. And then when I started seeing people like my followers initially getting results, like people were like, I manifested unexpected check in the mail. I manifested a relationship manifest like these little small things. I was like, wow, this feels really good to help people like change their life. Like people, you know, I'll never forget the time someone messaged me and was like, your videos literally like saved my life. I was in like a deep depression, like your videos saved me. And like, that was just the most fulfilling feeling. And I started to say to myself, like, if I don't post these videos, I'm almost doing a disservice Mm. to these people that depend on my videos. That's amazing. So you started your YouTube channel first, yeah? No, TikTok. Oh, okay. Cool. Were you one of the early TikTok people? Not really. Like I started my account, I would say in like April of 2020, but I never actually posted anything until probably like late summer, like August, September of 2020. And then it actually started gaining traction in 2021. 
Wow. And so how has your journey with manifestation and your business been since then? Yeah. So I kind of just went in, I feel like with my eyes closed, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just going to like figure it out. And I think that's always been a mantra for me. Like, you know, just taking messy, imperfect action every single day and figuring it out along the way, because you really learn like from your failures. And I failed a ton of times. So like I said, I started out on TikTok and then it turned and developed into one-on-one coaching. And then I got to the point where I was like, I can't be one-on-one coaching because I feel burnt out. And I was working my full-time job also. And I was trying to navigate the internet and I didn't really know much. I was never like a huge consumer of like YouTube and, you know, viral things. I was always a consumer of like lifestyle influencers. So I always thought that I'd go down that route. And then when I started opening my perspective, expanding my perspective of, you know, what's really out there in regards to the spiritual community, the coaching community, the health and wellness community. I was just like, wow, this is a window of opportunity for me to build a business. And I was just listening to Emma Chamberlain's podcast the other day about how like the evolution of creators is coming about and changing. And it just made me feel more and more aligned to my purpose, which is like, we don't own these platforms, but we own our email lists and our business. So Mm -hmm. for me, I really pivoted from when I started out to just posting silly videos, dancing and doing trends to actually building a business, building an email list, nurturing my clients and having products and services and really focusing my energy on the aspect of like, okay, how can I serve people with my products and services and really drive them off the platform and into my business? Mm. You have quite the entrepreneurial spirit. It sounds like things kind of organically started happening for you and you were kind of like connecting the dots and finding your alignment as well as you were doing this. Yeah. Oh, definitely. I'm sure you've had like many pivots and things along the way. Like we all oh, have. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what is one, cause a lot of people that listen to the pot, this podcast, um, they're obviously entrepreneurs, women starting their business, growing their business, thinking about starting their business. What is like one piece of advice you have for, people who are doing their thing or you, whether they're just starting out or they're taking it to another level, what is something that you, you know, would recommend? Yeah. To really be adaptable because in the beginning I was very focused on what I wanted. And then when I switched the perspective of what does the consumer want, what does the person actually buying my product or service want? That's when it all changed for me. And also, you know, I definitely find it difficult, especially being a spiritual entrepreneur, to balance the masculine and the feminine. And I think what's really helped me is really finding that balance between both. So focusing on the actual tactical and the analytical of marketing and strategy, but also remembering that you have to be in alignment with your marketing and your strategy first because what's working for someone else is because they're in alignment with that strategy. And if you're not in alignment with that, in alignment with that, it could blow up in your face and it has blown up in my face. And, you know, there's so many like courses I've bought or things that I've invested in or coaches. And it's like, 
you know, they're very like, my way is the best way. And of course, like you're going to teach what you know and what has worked for you. But what I really focus on in my programs, especially is like, here's what has worked for me. Mm-hmm. Take what you like, leave what you don't. And I think that what really changed for my business and when I started really signing on high ticket clients for masterminds and they started seeing like outstanding results is when we really honed in on who they are and what their power is and let the actionable steps follow and flow through them rather than reverse engineering, right? And being like, okay, follow these steps and do what you like, do what you don't, right? We focused more on what do you like to do? And then Mm -hmm. we'll find the steps, we'll find the way, we'll pave the road. Mm, I love that. That's very similar to like how I work with people and what I teach as well. It's like, take what resonates, leave what doesn't and supporting them and following their alignment. It's so, I mean, I I couldn't have said it better that alignment is the new hustle. I always say that now I'm like, alignment is the new hustle. There are a million and one strategies, but it's finding the ones that really work for you that are going to create the result because you're going to like doing them. It's going to feel more fulfilling and all of that. So I, I absolutely love that. So, um, do you follow what, what, what are your manifestation secrets when it comes to business and like growing Ooh. your business? Does it I love that shift? Like if someone's yeah. wanting to fill out their programs or manifest clients, give us, give us your practices. <laughs> Definitely. It's so funny because you know, obviously I've gone through so much trial and error. And at the end of the day, right, the same way that you'd manifest a healthy body or a relationship is the same way you're going to manifest clients for your business. So it's funny because my parents are actually immigrants and I'm first generation American. My parents were born in Italy. So, and they um, are both entrepreneurs. They started a bakery when they were 21 years old. Now they're divorced, but they have this very, like, they had the still do, but this very like hustle mentality around entrepreneurship. So when I first started building my business, that's exactly what I had. I felt like I was constantly chasing. I was operating from a place of scarcity. Like where's my next client going to come from and how am I going to manifest clients? And then once I fully surrendered and I really just opened my heart and I said, God, universe, spirit guides, like show me the way, show me show me the way really helped me fall into alignment with who I am and who I am as a business owner, because the truth is your clients are going to be a direct reflection of you. So when I was in that hustle mode, those were the kind of clients that I was attracting Mm -hmm. when I was in my most authentic, most aligned self, I was attracting clients that were actually going to do the work and actually see results. And they actually got really fucking amazing results. And it goes to show, right, it's not so much about like your product and your service. Of course, that has to be amazing because when you get people in, right, they want to be wowed. But I was like, my students are getting results, but why aren't I attracting in the most aligned clients? Mm. And I was like, because I'm not aligned, right? And then when I'm aligned, right, like I remember in March, I was so, so aligned to like my purpose, for example, and I just attracted in the most amazing clients. And one of my students that I join in March to my program, my mastermind program, she manifested $70,000 in real estate commissions a month after joining. And I was like, wow, that's the same program people were getting in December. And of course they were getting results, 
but that result was friggin' insane. And mm. I was like, holy shit. Like I attracted in right. The right people who were actually going to do the work, actually going to implement the processes. So I would say my best kept secret is to really fuel yourself and to really, really stay aligned to your purpose. And I think now more than ever, it's so much harder because there's so much noise, right? Mm -hmm. This is the best strategy. This is how you run your social media account. But the best thing you could do is stay aligned to you, your mission, your purpose, who you're trying to help, what value you're trying to provide. And you'll always manifest the best clients who are going to get the best results. Mm, I love that. Were there specific things for you that you shifted to get yourself into alignment? Like outside of um, feeling good and, you know, putting yourself first, did something pivot with the way that you showed up or with your messaging or I guess how you felt when you were sharing your things or did you visualize? Definitely. I would say letting go of my own fears and limiting beliefs because a lot of my fears and limiting beliefs that were showing up in my personal life were also showing up in my business. And that was kind of like my big eye-opening moment of like, okay, this is a problem and we have to get to the root of it. And you need to heal this because I always say like, your business is going to be a reflection of your personal life as well. So really focusing on letting go of the outside noise. So one thing for me is that I just need to trust myself. Mm -hmm. There was a point where I was investing in so many courses, so many coaches, and just investing in all these people's like advice, let's just say, whether it was on YouTube or this or that, right? And it was to a point where I was like, do I just not trust myself? Like, why can't I just figure this out for myself? and learn through trial and error and learn like that. And that's when my business has done so well. When I let go of the outside noise and I just focus on my intuition and what feels good and what feels right, because that's going to attract in the clients that want to do the work, that are willing to make the commitment and are actually going to level up. Mm -hmm. So true. Yeah. I mean, because you could be teaching the same thing to two completely different people at different places and one of them procrastinates and doesn't do the actual things. The other one does and completely different experience, totally different results, totally different testimonials. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Uh, Sometimes people are in the victim mentality and yeah, I've definitely been there and I can totally relate. Um, when it comes to like the whole client attraction, there have been times where I attracted people who um, just, yeah, they weren't as committed and didn't get the best results. So, yeah. So what are your, um, what, let me, I want to hear a little bit about your spiritual journey. Like, okay. did you have, I'm going to like shift gears a little bit. It's the spiritual boss babe podcast. So that's one of the things. Um, I love it. When you got into manifestation, like, were you already into spirituality or did reading the secret and learning about manifestation get you more into your spirituality? Do you have a specific practice? Are you really witchy? <laughs> yeah. It's so funny because 
I think I'm like one of the most practical spiritual people (laughs) out there. And it's so funny. And I think this is kind of like my secret sauce is mixing the practical with the spiritual. Mm -hmm. My clients say that like my followers are like, we love that you really share like tactical, practical advice. But when you hear that coming from the spiritual community, it's like, what? Like Mm -hmm. people get triggered, right? So I actually grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic high school and I grew up believing in God. Like my, my family's very religious going to church. And I kind of got a taste of spirituality because my mom um, has always been very spiritual, but never in a way where she like pushed it on me. But I think she really just, you know, would drop little things here and there. And actually when I, you know, just a little mini story. So when I, discover the secret, right? I said that I borrowed the book from the guy next to me at work. And like, so I, he gave it to me, right? And I read it, but I didn't finish it. And my internship was ending. So he was like, you can keep it. And I was like, no, I'm going to manifest the book. That's going to be my first manifestation. So he told me that he found it at a thrift store for $1. So I was like, okay, I'm going to manifest this book at the thrift store, the secret for $1. So like I said, I didn't know what I was doing. Like I was just like having fun, like trying it out. So I went to the thrift store. I went to like three or four of them, I think. And I couldn't find it. And I was like so frustrated. But I I never have been the person that was like, this doesn't work. I was like, what can I do to change to make it work? Right. And I've always been like that in my whole life. So when I got home, my mom was like, where were you? And I was like, oh, I was at the thrift store. She's like, what were you looking for? I'm like, oh, this book, but you probably never heard of it. And she was like, just tell me what it was. And I was like, no. And I didn't want her to think that was like all woo woo. (laughs) And I was kind of like embarrassed at first. And she's like, just tell me. So I go the secret. And she's like, oh, my God, I have the book. Mm -hmm. So right? I did manifest the book and it was better than what I wanted. I wanted it for a dollar. I got it for free. And I always like to share this story because like when we set limitations like that, we're almost blocking the abundance that's meant for us. We're blocking the true abundance that could be delivered, right? The universe, God wanted to send me something for free, but I was so stuck on it being $1 that I couldn't even expand my perspective to that. And now this is just a small example, but when I started reading it, I was like, okay. And I just kind of like became like in love, like obsessed. I was like, I just want to learn everything possible because I think this is the coolest thing ever. And then when I manifested the check in the mail, I told my mom, I was like, mom, like I was manifesting this. And she was like, you, you did that. Like you totally Mm -hmm. did it. And you know, I guess through that, I just decided to develop my own belief system And I started creating my own beliefs, which is what I really encourage for my clients. Because if you don't develop your own belief system, you're just going to take on the beliefs of the people around you. Mm -hmm. So if you don't say, I believe in X, Y, and Z, you're just going to believe and take on the mindset of the way you grew up, right? So our money mindset is probably based on our parents. Mm -hmm. And if you don't decide to break a vicious cycle or break a scarcity mindset and live in abundance, you're just going to hold on to what you know and what's comfortable. So kind of like seeing these results in my life, I just opened and expanded my perspective of like, okay, 
you know, what are the beliefs that I want to take on? What do I want to believe in? And Mm -hmm. that's really where it started. I've always been very like ambitious, driven and persistent, but I think leaning into my spirituality and my spiritual practice has kind of helped me take my hands off the wheel with this like masculine, like ambition and Mm -hmm. go-getter hustle mode mentality and really lean into acting from intuition in a place of in alignment and it's definitely something that I'm still working through right yeah. we're all a work in progress but I think my spiritual practice has saved me in so many ways get out of that hustle mentality that my parents grew up in that really scarce entrepreneur immigrant mindset that I took on for so long yeah yeah thank you so much for sharing that and also um i'm sure the the new york vibes definitely contribute to the hustle oh my god i mean i've been there done that the energy there is just yeah it's totally different it's i love it but yeah it really contributes to the hustle vibes um so what are your um like when it comes to creating your own beliefs i talk a lot about this too about shifting the subconscious mind and really um, you know, working through the limit, limiting beliefs. What are some ways that um, you have been able to help yourself and people that you work with sh- uh, shift their beliefs? Are there um, little hacks that you have? Do you do, do you use different tools as well? Like I use, I, I've done a lot of hypnosis, EFT type mm-hmm. stuff. Um, yeah. I would love to hear a little bit about your, um, process or suggestions around that. I know a lot of people um, realize that they have to work through limiting beliefs. And one of the things that I say to people a lot, though, too, is that oftentimes I feel like people want to work through their blocks or beliefs, and that in and of itself holds them back or creates a lot of resistance because the belief that they have a block. <laughs> So that's a whole other topic probably, but yeah. Yeah, it can get so complex. Even sometimes with my clients in my course, Manifest Your Dream Life, which is my signature program, which I'm sure you guys can find in the show notes somewhere. But essentially, like, right, I, I, I have these clients and they're like, well, what can I do to fix X, Y, and Z? And this, this, and this. And like, listen, I get it. Like you said, I'm obsessed with everything, self-help, personal development. I totally get it. But there comes a point where you just have to believe in yourself and you just have to believe that you are ready and you are whole right now. And that stopped me for so long and wasted a lot of money, let alone time and energy, because I kept thinking I had to fix something Mm -hmm. when I was already whole. So my best piece of advice there is, It's really important to acknowledge the narrative that you're saying in your mind. So I think of this, especially when it comes to money, right? What's your mindset around money? Really sit down, write it down, get very real and honest about it, and then flip the narrative and let that shit go. Like just focus on the new story. And I think this is where people get tripped up is they're so focused on trying to fix the old story. Like, Mm -hmm. no, you acknowledge it, you bring awareness and you let that shit go. And then you move forward with the new and inspired story, the new story of you being the main character. (coughs) 
excuse me, and you just move into that and you move with that because every manifestation that has come true in my life has come from me already acting as if I'm the person that I want to be. So one of the best examples is when I was $25,000 in debt. And I had just graduated college. I had student debt that I had no idea about. And all I wanted to do was move to New York City, live with my friends and have fun on the weekends, like all this stuff. And I was in for this big wake up call of, no, you're not moving to New York City until you get this debt paid off. Like you're going to live in your mom's house. You're going to work your job until you get this money and you pay it off. And I never said things like I'm so broke or I can't afford this. I really, really focused on the words I was saying and the narrative I was putting out. So instead of saying, I'm so broke, I would say things like, I trust that I am debt free so soon. Like, I love being debt free. And, you know, I think where people get really tripped up is people are like, I don't want to lie or I don't want to, you know, act as if I'm somebody I'm not. Well, I wasn't saying these things out loud. I just had these things mm-hmm. playing on repeat in my mind because the words that you say matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And repetition really is key. Like repetition. Totally. Um, I do a lot of mirror work as well when I say things. Oh, I love I, that. Yeah. I find really a lot of power in engaging as many senses as we can when we're saying things too, like seeing, hearing, feeling, and like really getting into the embodiment of it. And I love that you said that you were just being the version of yourself who you know, it was debt free. And that, I think, I mean, that's the main thing here. You hear a lot of people say, fake it till you make it. I don't necessarily call it that. It's just being the highest expression of you and living it into existence and getting into the energy and feeling like the person who is living in that reality until it just becomes your reality. And um, that's the work. That's really the work. Totally. I couldn't agree more. What's the coolest thing you've manifested? This one's tricky, but if I had to pick, I would definitely say my boyfriend, whom I also call my soulmate, because he is just to a T everything that I've ever wanted. And it's just so magical because I really focused, especially, you know, when I was going through my debt journey, right? I was in debt. I was single. I was working a job I didn't like. And I was just very focused on what I wanted. And I knew a relationship was a big part of it. And I definitely didn't have the best track record. And what I mean by that is I was in very toxic, unhealthy relationships that I didn't realize were unhealthy until being outside of them. Mm. And I realized that there were parts of me that I didn't like and parts of me that I wanted to change and wanted to let go of. So I really take so much pride in actually doing the work and getting the result because I took so much time to get to know myself and to really, really love myself for who I am Mm. and the good and the bad and just love every single part of me before even thinking to ask someone to love those parts of me. Mm. And I think being so whole in myself and so confident in who I am and so 
loving and nurturing to me because I needed that for so long. I didn't give myself that, right? Mm -hmm. I just told you, like, I was looking so far outside of myself for so long that once I finally looked myself in the mirror and fell in love with that person that I saw is when I attracted the yin to my yang, like the Mm -hmm. most perfect person for me. And I always emphasize, like, it's not that he's a perfect person. Nobody's perfect, Mm -hmm. but he is just the most perfect match and everything that I've ever wanted. And he is exactly to a T what I scripted in my journal. And I just think that it's so, yeah. Like I remember reading it like six months into us dating and I was just like, I can't believe this, like every single thing. And that's the beauty of manifestation. Like you don't realize a man, manifestation came true until like much later Mm -hmm. that's so cool that's something that i'm calling in still (laughs) i love that yeah honestly like and really just doing the work right at first Mm -hmm. i just was hoping and wishing like things were going to just come knocking on my front door Mm -hmm. and once i actually put myself out there and really opened up my perspective and said like okay like nothing nothing good comes easy and what I mean by that is like you have to put in the work and I think Mm -hmm. for a while I just thought like relationships just happened and when I realized that you actually have to put in work like any relationship whether it's a friendship it's a business relationship like you have to put in work Mm -hmm. and once I decided to take the time to sit down with myself say Julia like what do you really want And it's so much more than like little things. Like what do I want on a deeper level, right? I want somebody, not just that I can go out on a date with somebody that's going to support me in my business and my career and things that I want. And it's so funny because my boyfriend was actually like my first follower on TikTok. So we, we actually uh, met in college and I don't share this story that often, but we were friends for like six years. And I think, it's just so amazing because if you asked me six years ago when we lived next to each other, our freshman year of college, Mm -hmm. if I ever would be on this podcast calling him my soulmate, I'd probably laugh in your face. But when you really just expand your perspective, your consciousness, and you really awaken to like, what do I truly want? What's the deeper meaning? What's the deeper purpose? Now it's like, hello, like he is everything I've ever wanted. Mm, that's so sweet. That's such a cute story. Thank you. Um, I think I'll, there's probably a lot of people listening as well that are calling in their soulmate. I personally, I get what you're saying about um, it takes work. I have learned so much through relationships and through people that I've manifested And it's probably been the catalyst to my personal growth. And I've been in this season too of like getting really crystal clear about exactly what I want. And I've had to learn exactly what I don't want. (laughs) I've had to learn, I've had to learn (laughs) boundaries. I've had to learn, but with each person that I have called in with each connection, I learned something new. And so I think that another big part of this, in, in my opinion and experience is really learning the lessons from each experience leading up to the perfect energetic match. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause I've learned so many lessons that are help that are helping me literally become the woman who's ready to receive her amazing man. <laughs> 
I love that. And I love that you shared that about like lessons because I think that isn't emphasized enough. Like I remember when I was going on dates with these guys or like dating people that like it wasn't working out and I would be so harsh and I'd be like, I'm a failure. Like what's Mm. wrong with me? Like, why do I keep attracting in these people? And I really love what you said that it teaches you what you don't want Mm -hmm. because I always say this example, like, I thought that I wanted somebody who works a lot Mm because that means you're hardworking. And then I was dating this guy before I met my boyfriend and he just worked all the time that we never even had time to hang out. Mm -hmm. And I remember being like, okay, maybe I don't want someone that works that much. And it really just, I laugh about it now because it just opened my eyes to be like, wow, like you think you want something and then you have it and you're like, did I really want that? Or did I want something more? Mm -hmm. Right but I really wanted someone who was hardworking and ambitious Mm -hmm. and going after their career goals. Right. But still had time and space and energy for me. And each person I agree is a lesson and each person teaches us something. And I, I really take that with every experience. Like I don't regret anything in my life, right? Each person, each relationship, whether it be a friendship, a boyfriend, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. has taught me something. And my mom always says like, there's um, a reason and a season for Mm -hmm. everything. Yeah, I love that. That's so true. And, you know, for me, it wasn't always easy to see the lessons in things because I've had some toxic situations in the past as well. And um, yeah, I feel like I should make a podcast of this on my own too, because I have so much to say. I mean, there's just so much, but I, I truly think that in everything, seeking the lessons is the fastest way to grow and probably will fast track your manifestations too. Oh yes. And just leaning into the pain, leaning into it because right when I, it's funny because it's like every time something I want really bad comes true is when I fully surrender. Mm. So when I manifested my boyfriend, for example, I was at a point in my dating life where I was like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to date anyone else. I want to move to New York City. I want to just start fresh. I just want to start over. Like, I'm so done with going on bad dates or (laughs) meeting people that just aren't for me. And it's almost like once I just threw my hands up and surrendered is when he came into my Mm. existence. Wow. How do you um, balance, like, desiring something and surrendering? That's the tricky part. (laughs) And I think that's the part that we're all trying to figure out. (laughs) But ultimately, like, I think really letting go and really leaving it in God, the universe's hands, because one of my favorite and like most grounding quotes is like, God laughs when we're making plans. And I think it's so powerful that like, right? We should go after what we want, right? We need to have a definiteness of purpose. We need to be clear in our mission and our vision, but we also have to be open-minded to the different ways that it can manifest into our existence because there are so many times that I had blocked the abundance that wanted to come my way. And I didn't realize until I got out of my own damn way, Mm -hmm. right? So really focusing your energy to say, This is my purpose. This is my mission. This is why I'm doing this. This My motivation, my motive. But I am open and ready to receive in whichever way it chooses to manifest. Mm. That was actually a question I wanted to ask before when you you said something a while back of um, when you were looking for the book 
and you were like, mm. you were looking for it for a dollar and then you found it for free and you realized that, um, it can show up in different ways basically is what you were saying. So, mm -hmm. and I love this and I wanted you to actually hit on it a little bit more, um, while we're on here. Cause a lot of people listening, they want to manifest more money, um, more clients, whatever. And often expect it to come in in a specific way. What, how do you, um, suggest or what is your way of like expanding your ability to receive in whatever way it wants to show up and not letting it doesn't need to be from your business or it doesn't need to be just this one, you know, amount or whatever. Does that make sense? Yeah, of course. So really just fully letting go and taking a step back. So I'll never forget. And I really like, I love sharing examples. My clients, my students, they love this too. They're like, Julie, we love your like accolades. Like you have to just keep referencing things. So I'll never forget. I was at a standstill in my business and I was like really frustrated. Cause I was like, I'm doing the sales calls. I'm getting on the phone with people. Like, what's the problem? Like, is it me? Like what's wrong with me? Right. We go into this like downward spiral. Mm -hmm. And I was talking with my therapist and I was like, I'm just so frustrated. Like, what's wrong? Like, like, why aren't I attracting in the right clients? Like, why aren't people buying? Right. We get into this very like analytical mind. And the best thing she told me was take the day off and watch TV. Mm -hmm. Don't work, turn everything off. And I was like, this lady's crazy. She's <laughs> not an entrepreneur. She doesn't get it. She's a therapist, like blah, blah, blah. I'm saying like all this mean stuff in my head. I'm like, she doesn't understand, right? We go into the ego. I'm mm -hmm. Like how the hell could she tell me to take a day off? I haven't made a sale in a week, blah, 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 <laughs> which is like not even a big deal, like a week. Come on. <laughs> so I was like, you know what? I'm at this point where I just need to surrender. I give up. I'm burnt out. I'm tired. Like it was starting to affect my health. Mm. Um, I was like having some health issues and I was like, I need to just fully let go. So I took the entire day off and binged Emily in Paris. Mm -hmm. And I was like getting emails and I was like, mm, nope. She said, I can't answer. Turning my phone down, putting it on my nightstand, just like laid in my bed all day. <laughs> and I'll never forget a past client reached out to me and was like, I miss you. Like we need to catch up. So we got on. So then I was like, Oh, you know, I'm taking the day off, but like, would love to just like chat on a zoom call tomorrow. So we get, I take the day off. Right. I just fully surrender. And I was like, you know what? The right people are going to come to me the next day. We get on a zoom call, literally just a coffee catch up, no intention of selling. She's like, what are you up to? And I was like, Oh, you know, I, I, um, and going away from like one-on-one -on -one coaching and I'm really just focusing on my mastermind program, manifest your dream life. She's like, Oh, like, what is that? Having a very casual conversation. She's like, you know what? That's exactly what I need right now. And she paid in full on the spot for the mastermind nice. program. That's awesome. And I was like, wait, the more I relax, the more I take care of me, the more I put my health first, mental and physical, mm -hmm. then I'm rewarded. I'm not rewarded from hustling and burning myself out. Like the universe wants me to be happy and fulfilled and calm and relaxed. Yeah. I love that. And I think that it's, that really comes down to each one of us learning our own energy. Like you were feeling burnt out. You were feeling exhausted. You were feeling frustrated. Um, I don't know how much you are into human design, but it sounds like you were, you know, not in alignment with your natural energy. 
And so in that case, taking off and doing nothing was the best thing you could do to, you know, recalibrate, which is the balance of the masculine and feminine as well, right? Like doing things so and true. leaning back. And I think that, uh, that's great that your therapist told you to do that because <laughs> I can I know I get it because I'm a I'm a go 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 person too I'm a generator so I have lots of energy I can keep going and doing yeah. and yeah and I think that was that's been a really powerful lesson for me as well and what actually that brought me to one of my favorite mantras that I love to say is the more fun I have the more abundance I attract the I love that one yeah yeah and I have said that to myself so many times because it's it's a reminder for me of like wait a minute you know get up dance like do something fun because remember the more fun you have the more abundance you make and you attract all that stuff and um it's so true so true love that yes i love that i say like the more fun i have the more money i make same mm -hmm. thing yeah, yeah yeah so good well, this was this has been amazing. I know you have lots of things, lots of um, content you share, courses. Um, where can people find out more about what you're doing, uh, about what you're offering, where you live on social media, so they could check out all of your content? Yeah, so I would definitely say check out my YouTube channel. You could just search my name, Julia Carreri. I'm sure you'll link it too. Mm -hmm. um, and I also have a free masterclass. So you can find that at learn.manifestydl.com slash masterclass. And you'll link it in the show notes too. Mm -hmm. But um, that'll be a free masterclass for you if you really want to take it to the next level. You want to see my style of coaching. And then you can also find me on Instagram and TikTok at I am Julia Guerreri. I could spell it out for you. My name is with a G, but I'll just leave it to you to put it in the yeah, show yeah, notes because <laughs> my parents, like I said, are from Italy. So I have the most complex name and very Italian name. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So cool. Well, thank you so much, Julia. This has been amazing. So much value and golden nuggets on so many different things, entrepreneurship, relationships, mindset, all the things. I so appreciate you for taking the time to share your story, your gift, your message. And I'm excited for what inspires for those who listen and enter your world. Thank you, Stephanie. Thank you so much for having me on the podcast. I really enjoyed this conversation. You are so sweet mm -hmm. and I love your energy. Like I think we make like a really nice duo because you're yeah. nice and like calm and I'm like, yeah, New York City. <laughs> like, <laughs> So thank you so much. I really, really enjoyed this and thank you for having me on. Yeah, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you loved what you heard, please be sure to leave a review on iTunes and hit the subscribe button. If you want extra motivation to manifest a life and business that you're obsessed with, then find me on Instagram at the spiritual boss babe or visit spiritualbossbabe.com. I love you and appreciate you so, so much. And I'll see you in the next episode. I hope you have a magical day.